1: All I know is he's been really good. And every time I look up, I think that the stat last night was that him and Jason have had more nights scoring 25 plus in the first half of a season than any other duo in NBA history. And he's been great. And the big money issue here for me, Treni, is like the all-star thing isn't a surprise. I think you could actually have made a case that maybe he could have been there over Kyrie. And I think that might have been a little bit of motivation for Jalen Brown last night. But or oh, this summer. Like this is the first step in getting towards an all-NBA nod. And if Jalen gets that, it opens up the possibility of a Supermax extension. This is a chance for the Celtics to lock him up much earlier than I think we anticipated and really gives you your core for the long term and gives Jalen uh, a whole bunch of money to, uh, to to feel secure about where he is in Boston.
2: Hour number three, Mego with Camp. Taking you up until six on a Monday with all your phone calls, 617-779-7937. Do you want Kevin Durant? What would it take to get Kevin Durant? Uh, He's potentially available. Jalen Brown's name has been thrown around. And Jalen Brown, now, as Chris Forsberg was just discussing uh, late last week, maybe going to be eligible for a Supermax if he makes an all-NBA team. Does that make it easier or more difficult to trade Jalen for someone like Kevin Durant? Again, 617-779-7937. You can weigh in there. Uh, If you missed any part of the show, Jones, Mego and Arcan, or have it delivered to your phone daily, you can subscribe to our show jones and mego with Arcand, our podcast on the odyssey app uh, odyssey app rather or wherever you find your daily podcasts so i've asked you guys before Jalen brown for kevin Durant at thursday's deadline you guys are both a no if the celtics don't win the championship this year would would it be something you'd be more willing to explore in the offseason or is it still a hard no for you
3: it's, that's such a hard, open-ended question, because for them to not win this year, how does that go? Yeah, you want to see how you know? it looks,
2: right? Do they lose in the NBA Finals again? Do they get is bounced it similar early? Because
3: if it's similar to last year, let's how say that it's, ends, let's say it's similar. then I'm starting to have real concerns. Then I'm starting to go, is this a team that understands what it's going to take to get over the next hurdle, to take the next step? Because the other thing is, my expectations for this group are super high. Based on the step that they were able to take, yeah, you've got them at like five championships. I got them at more than one, more than one. I think two championships is a good place for for this core.
2: And in your defense, teams that break through and win once in the NBA often win again. Doesn't always happen. There are, you know, standalone champions, but a lot of times you break through and you win one, especially with a couple of guys in their mid 20s. You're probably gonna win. And a second that's
3: the one. thing. So if you have these two superstars. You talk about Jalen Brown. He might be all NBA this year. Even if he doesn't uh make all NBA this year, he could get the super max if he makes all NBA next year. So he has this kind of two season window in which he can get that giant deal with the Celtics. But I look at them, they're two guys in their mid twenties, and the road ahead of them, I I just don't want to mortgage that for maybe one championship. And I know that sounds crazy because the Celtics only have the one championship in the modern, modern NBA. Like I get that. I get that you have to go back to the eighties to eighty six. Right. And you I don't would, want to think about that. I would just but. say
2: again, put another way, for all for our for all of us, all three of us, you know, we're all in our well, Arkan, you're in your forties now, yes. yes not I to am. not to date you there. But Early you, 40s. you and I you and I are in our thirties uh you know, we're basically the same age megan
3: no we're we're not we're
2: basically we're basically right exactly the same age. we're not and i would say for all intents and purposes on this show there's been one real championship in our collective lifetime you know you're in your 60s or 70s then you got the bird ride uh in the 80s or even younger than that you got the bird ride in the 80s we're all a little young for that not to say we don't have any recollection of it but for all intents and purposes in our lifetime it's been one championship.
3: and it felt like that team underachieved I mean, it felt like it did. The that team did Celtics? underachieve.
2: Absolutely underachieved. That group Only one underachieved.
3: They should have had more. Yes. And I look at the jump that, that this core made, and I'm really talking about Jalen and Jason, although Robert Williams and personally, I think Marcus Smart matter there too. But these two, the jump that they made when Odoka got there from being a middling, weird team that looked like are they going to have to split up? Are they going to have to add another big piece to make a big three to getting to the NBA finals and at least being ahead of the golden state warriors in the beginning and then falling on their faces. like, I expect them to take the next step this year. I expect them to get back to the finals and overcome that hurdle. If they get back there and they can't do it to me, that's, I get a little worried. How
2: about you arkan
4: I think that if you, if you don't make it this year, if you don't make it back to the finals, then that means one of these teams in the East either improved enough at the deadline that they uh, surpassed you or you had a big-time collapse. And, I mean, listen – you know, that collapse, Maybe we may be seeing it right now. It may have already started. Who knows? But I'm just talking about, you know, when we get to the end of the season, it would be one of those two things, I think, that would prevent them from getting to the finals. They're the odds-on favorite. They're the team that everyone expects to go there. And they're the team that every team that plays them, looks at them that way, is the best team in the league. So, yes, I think you need to at least get back there. And if you don't win it again, you don't win it again. I don't think mm. that's a reason to panic and trade for What if you don't win it Durant. again
3: because you see another team that you feel like you're outclassed by? I mean, I know that they're never going to say this, but they got there, and they were do you totally feel that there's do you feel that there's any the team in the Warriors? league that outclasses them i don't, I mean from the West, not really neither. I don't think so
2: I think their I think their best competition was in the east with the Nets now broken up and the Milwaukee Bucks and maybe Cleveland I, like i don't I don't really fear any of those teams out west either unless you got Golden State again, who I would fear in that matchup. um here's the thing if they get to the finals and lose again and Tatum has another bad series, yeah. Tatum's the... Pri- you know what I mean? They didn't win the championship because Tatum didn't play well. well maybe right. it's because Jalen Brown doesn't take enough pressure off Tatum and someone like Kevin Durant would, which is exactly what I well, illustrated earlier. Well, maybe Jason
3: Tatum should be able to accept the pressure oh, oh, because I I mean, he's Tatum's supposed to choker, be the yeah. no, all-NBA player. I,
2: trust me, I'm, I'm all for criticizing Jason Tatum. I'm just saying. I'm not trading Tatum but I do want to before ask I you trade Jalen this. Brown. This is the are second, you guys doing that this
3: is the second no 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 Hang on. no no, no again no.
2: you're trading Tatum before Brown? no I'm not doing okay that. well then, then what are we talking about
3: Well here's but it's talking more about what of a, happens in the finals a philosophy here that you have said a couple times now, which is the idea that you could bring in someone like Kevin Durant, a bona fide superstar who's won championships and take the pressure off Tatum instead of the idea of further developing Tatum into the guy who is the bona fide superstar who wins the championships for you. And so I wonder for you, is your perspective that you don't see Tatum wanting to be that guy or that he doesn't have even Le- it in him to be that guy?
2: Even LeBron and Curry needed guys to come in and take pressure off. I mean, I guess Curry won before Durant got there, but they added Durant, which made things a lot more easy on Curry. I'm not saying Tatum can't. The Celtics could have won last year. I'm just saying it would make it easier. Uh six one seven, seven seven nine, seven ninety three seven. Uh is there something short of Jalen Brown you guys would give up for Kevin Durant? What do you mean? Like, what are you if thinking? it was, I don't know, if it was some combination of Brogdon and Grant Williams or Marcus but that's Smart. True, and...
3: That's never going to do it. Okay,
2: of so course I, I would do that. So so I don't for think, just about I, anything look, else. Yeah. I, well, I think you guys are crazy for not even talking about uh, Jalen. So, but there are, there are trade packages yes. you would put together for Kevin Durant.
3: Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I'm not of the mind of, you're going to bring Kevin Durant in here and it's going to ruin the locker room chemistry. Well, you're
2: worried about his health, both of you.
3: I am worried about his health.
2: But at a certain point. But that's
3: if, a risk I'm willing to take if it means I don't have to part with Jason or Jalen.
2: Well, yeah. And again, I'm not, I'm not trading Jason Tatum. I have my questions about him as a competitor and if he's tough enough and, you know, he had a horrible NBA Finals. I have questions, but I'm not trading him. Uh, can we re-rack something? And Ezekiel, if, uh, if you're listening along here on Twitch, can we re-rack our top five duos now that Kyrie Irving is uh, in Dallas with Luka Doncic? And uh, Megan, if you could take us back through yours again quickly. Yes. Just where do the Celtics stack up as a present duo compared to the rest of the NBA?
3: Okay, so I have Anthony Davis and LeBron James at number five. I have the new duo on the Mavericks of Luka Doncic and Kyrie Irving at number three. So, right in the middle. At four, I have Joel Embiid and James Harden, Giannis and Chris Middleton at two, which I'm sure you hate. And at number one, I have Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. And the way that I went about this is I was really thinking about who are the MVP candidates, the real MVP candidates. And then I threw LeBron in there too. But I thought, who are the MVP candidates and who has the strongest, you know, I hate the Batman Robin thing, but the strongest like vice president to whatever their candidacy for MVP is. And that's kind of how I made it up.
4: mine are starting from five paul george and kawhi leonard who even this year uh, have not played together that much i think kawhi's only played like 20 games um i have them at number five just because of the potential there and the overall talent um but i do think they need to be healthier in order to move up number four uh the backcourt in cleveland donovan mitchell darius garland i just really like them i love what they've done with that team i think mitchell was a tremendous addition there uh number three i have lebron and davis Number two, Embiid and Harden. I said this before, great compliments to each other this year. Embiid leads the league in scoring. Harden leads the league in assists. And number one is uh, Tatum and Brown, best duo on the best team. And uh, you got two guys in the top, I think, top 15 in scoring. So, so.
2: Arkan, you don't even have, and I didn't pick up on this the first go-round, you don't even have Kyrie and Doncic on there. No, I don't because I'm not sure this is going to work.
4: I have a, I have a feeling that this is going to be another—and I know that with Kyrie in general, usually when you get Kyrie, the honeymoon period's pretty good. That first year with the Celtics was tremendous. We sure. all thought—we all loved Kyrie. Until he got hurt, yeah. But yeah, until he got hurt, and then they missed, it and we thought, oh, wow, wait till next year, they're back in the playoffs, yep. Kyrie's going to be on the team. And he rolled over like a dog against the Bucks that year, which I still haven't forgiven him for. Sir, please uh, don't
3: be mean at dogs.
4: But that's <laughs> why—sorry. That's why I uh, am not going to put him there yet, because I just think, I mean— on paper, sure. In NBA 2K, that's great. Kyrie and Luca. Wow, how, how do you stop that backcourt? But I just have a, I have a funny feeling that this is not going to go well.
2: So I have uh, them at number five, Doncic and Kyrie. I have Embiid and Harden four. I have Tatum and Brown at three. They haven't won anything yet, unlike the guys in front of them, Kawhi and Paul George. Uh, Kawhi has won a championship, not Paul George. At number two, LeBron and Anthony Davis just did it a few years ago, and it's not like Kawhi won a decade ago. He won in 2019. LeBron and Anthony Davis won in 2020. So I give those duos the edge because they've been there and they've done that. Unlike Tatum and Brown, who are wildly talented and number three should not be an insult. But I get it. You guys each have the Celtics duo as number one, which is why you don't want to break it up. Uh, You guys can jump in. 617-779-7937. Do the Celtics have the best duo in the NBA? Is that why you're not breaking it up for Kevin Durant? Or do you agree with me and Stephen A. Smith, for that matter, that the Celtics should be Hold considering on. and maybe even going after Kevin Durant and including Jalen Brown. What?
3: When did Stephen A. Smith say that they should be? Well,
2: he said or that. Did he? He say, said that. He, he said, said
3: that Kevin Durant that teams could be moving. Were calling about Kevin Durant. I guess I have to go the back. Boston and, Celtics keep an eye on that. Jalen Brown. I guess I'd ha- a BS.
2: I guess I'd have to go back and listen. I don't uh, think he uh, sat where, there
3: and said they should be. Well,
2: he didn't say that they shouldn't. I guess I'd have to go back. <laughs> I guess I'd have to go back and listen to where uh, uh, Stephen A. is on that on that stance. But he's the one really pushing that it could happen. Maybe yes, not. Should. He's pushing the. He's the one pushing that it could happen. Which where are the people at? Are the people are the people still lining up with me in droves? Like it was embarrassing for you two. How much people were agreeing with me on the Celtics should acquire it Kevin a Durant? It was very
3: popular. So right now you are at um fourteen point five percent. Oh wow! That's it was it was plummeting. It was, it was moving up
2: last time
4: I looked.
3: Fourteen hundred votes. So we're going to do that math.
2: It's
4: Maricopa County, right
2: there.
1: So fourteen. I'm down. <laughs> I've gone down since the start of the
2: show. Is it any
1: coincidence that the numbers are dropping after your stance in the flat versus flop debate? <laughs> it's a, mean, good it's a good point. It's a good. Maybe maybe
2: they go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. So you guys can jump in on that six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. All I know is I have the high ground when it comes to this trade actually happening. Like we now know the numbers, and I don't want to hear what I don't want to hear. When this trade happens, all the Celtics fans going what a great trade oh my gosh what i was on board with this i don't want to hear that and we now have the numbers if that trade happens when that trade happens mego i don't want to hear from all these celtics fans saying what a great trade i don't because only 14 and percent of a man dropping probably agree with me <laughs> on this trade so i don't want to hear from those people if and when the celtics make the deal by the way let's back it up if kevin Durant is too bold and that is a bold spicy move for the celtics to make it is. Yeah, back that up a little bit. Back it up if you could.
3: He's too big of a swing, you're saying.
2: I mean, look, I, and, and I would do it, but I at least acknowledge that the Celtics right now have the best record in the NBA. They were in the finals last year. If that's too bold for you, fine. That's too bold. What should the Celtics be looking at doing before the trade deadline, independent of Kevin Durant, maybe including Kevin Durant? 617 779 We'll get to that with all your phone calls right after.
1: during times of congestion. It's that time of year. Cash the Ticket, Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops, getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.
5: 106.94. And I think that's going to do it.
1: the win. This is the NBA for you.
5: A tough loss for the Celtics tonight.
1: We'll be back to wrap it up in just a minute. Final score, 106-94, Phoenix.
5: Another
2: Celtics loss on Friday, which maybe is part of the reason they should be in on Kevin Durant. I don't know. Uh, But they fall to the Suns uh, just on Friday night at TD Garden, a team that they smoked earlier this year. On their West Coast trip, Celtics still sit atop the Eastern Conference uh, relatively comfortably, uh, just a game lead over the Bucks. Uh, but thirty-seven and sixteen, they've pretty much been wired to wire. What do the Celtics need by Thursday's trade deadline? Six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven. You can weigh in there. Maybe it's Kevin Durant. Maybe it's something uh, smaller, something that they should be considering uh, on the periphery, like oh, I don't know, depth pieces. But Mega, what what do you think this team? actually needs, if anything, between now and Thursday's trade deadline. Because I, I do think there's a lot of fans out there that say, oh, this team's in good shape. They've been wire to wire. Uh, they were in the NBA Finals last year. Though I'd imagine if we were doing radio in, in Phoenix last year, the Suns fans and Suns media were saying similar things last year. With The Suns have the best record. The Suns were in the NBA Finals last year. The Suns have young talent. And I'd imagine that's kind of the way that would go. I wouldn't get too comfortable, and I wouldn't sit out the trade deadline if I'm Brad Stevens. I think there are moves that need to be made. What do you think they actually need?
3: I think you said it right there. Too comfortable. This team reeks of blahs to me. Like, they just look blah. Unless it's a big game against the Lakers or the Warriors, they look blah on the court. And I don't know if anyone out there buys into the idea of, like, certain players who are really high-energy guys, leaders of the team have been injured, Maybe a certain guy in particular rhymes with Barkus Mart.
2: I know. I know. <laughs> so
3: maybe the energy has no been lacking a little about.
2: bit. He was healthy that whole West Coast trip when they fell apart. Earlier, I almost would
3: like them to <laughs> add someone just for an injection of life. But I, they really need wing depth is what I think it comes down to. Especially if you're going to want to, like I do, take some of the minutes off because, your primary guys. Because
2: what is, the, and we've talked about this before. I think, Arcan, you brought this up the other week. Like, what is their wing depth right now? Sam Hauser, Sam Hauser, and Grant been, Williams,
3: who's been cold.
2: Malcolm, Malcolm Brogdon can can play there a little bit. Marcus but Smart, but he's, he's
3: really a guard when he's healthy. And I'm talking yeah. defensively.
2: I mean, they can guard wings, but they're not really they're not really playing that position offensively. I, I think they have some defensive versatility to guard wings, and certainly Marcus Smart does plenty of that when he's back. But I, I agree. I think that's what they need more than anything. They need wing depth. And, again, this is independent of our Durant discussion because Jalen out Durant in, that's that's still, you know, one wing. So I'm not telling you that would solve any of that issue, but that's what I think they should be focusing on. And I gave Brad Stevens a lot of credit in the offseason for bringing in Malcolm Brogdon because I didn't want them to be too comfortable. And I didn't want them to say we were in the NBA Finals and we just got to sit here on our hands and we'll get back there. They were bold and they were aggressive. And they kept the pressure on... Other guys on the roster, like like Marcus Smart, to improve in the offseason and stay hungry in the offseason. And so I love that Malcolm Brogdon move. I would want a similar approach at the trade deadline. And if that means moving on from a roster piece like Peyton Pritchard, whose name has been popular, or Grant Williams, his name has come up a little bit in the past 24 hours. I've seen it multiple places now. Uh, I would consider moving Grant Williams in the right deal i definitely move grant williams in the right deal i don't think he's like a must have piece on this team i think he's a luxury i think he got exposed in the nba finals last year kevin o'connor wrote about grant williams at the ringer over the weekend he said at the top of the conference the celtics are looking for upgrades at center and wing and i I personally don't think a big is as large of a need for this team i think they need wing more than center i'd agree with mega on that he says it's been widely reported they have interest in Jakob pertle NBA executives say teams have made calls to Boston about Grant Williams. So teams are calling them. The Celtics aren't necessarily shopping Grant Williams, who is underwhelmed on defense ahead of uh, entering restricted free agency this summer. Chris Forsberg also mentioned Grant Williams' name in a column that posted, I think, this morning in NBC Sports Boston. He says it's fair to wonder if the Celtics would make a bigger splash than, you know, just moves on the on the periphery. Potentially working the contracts of a rehabbing Danilo Gallinari, which is an interesting, at least I haven't talked about with you guys, uh, a contract that could go out or maybe even grant Williams into the mix. He says moving either of those players seems less likely than sending out Peyton Pritchard as part of any deal, but he does at least allow for it. I mean, Gallinari, that'd be cold blooded to move that contract, but that's some money you can move. If,
3: would you kind of respect Brad for it, though?
2: Oh, for sure, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the Danilo Gallinari signing. I did. Arrivederci. But but <laughs> if it helps you get a guy who can actually... Do we think Gallinari's going to help this year? Even if he plays, and I doubt he's going to play, even if he's back and playing, is he going to help this team? It's
3: such an unknown at no. this point. But no. Going, going no. back to the grand part, and Arkan, I want to hear your wish list, but going back to the Grant Williams point, I will say, if there's anything about the chemistry in this locker room that I'd be a little bit nervous about is that... I really do believe that Grant Williams is a release valve for a group of young guys who all are hungering to be the top dog. Like, we give Grant a lot of crap, but Grant is very willing to get, like, essentially, like, kicked in the balls by these guys. That's part
5: about this team is so we
3: take care of each other. <laughs> no, and then be like the butt of the joke no, constantly. Every, he, every
2: friend group needs yeah, a, a butt of the joke that you can just rip on. Basically treat him like a punching
1: bag he
3: yeah, like. Yes. He's basically the same age as Jason Tatum, and Jason Tatum acts like he's this like annoying little brat running around, and Grant just takes it and laughs it up, and I do think it takes a lot of the tension out of the locker room. Arkan, what are you looking for at trade deadline? I
4: want wing depth, and here's my wish list of players that I would like or players that I have seen on the trade block that caught my attention and I would uh, trade one of the you know extemporaneous point guards or something that you have here to uh, to, to get one of these guys. Meaning
2: Brogdon, Smart, White, one of them, Richard.
4: Yeah. Uh, Don't or Pritchard. Don't move Brogdon. I mean, I'm just saying. One of them. You'd move. That's a place where you could subtract from was yeah, the point. I'm not saying specifically yeah. who it would be. Um, here's some of the players that I see that I like. Uh, Tim Hardaway, Jr., I like Kyle Kuzma. I mm. like Jay Crowder. I like either Bogdan or Boyan Bogdanovich. Either one of them. <laughs> Whichever one. Um, Josh Hart I like. I like Buddy Heald. And my number one wish list uh, thing at the top of my list is OG Ananobi of uh, Toronto. So, those, are the, those are the type of players I'm looking
2: I've for. I've read he could be quite expensive. He like, probably wouldn't like be too much. two, for three first-round picks, but whatever. I'd move one of those guards, including Barkus Mart. What were we calling him?
3: Yeah, some, someone like that.
2: I'd, uh, oh, you
1: were I, talking about Marcus Smart.
2: Yeah. What? I didn't say that. Oh, I didn't get that. Oh, Now I see. Uh, but one of your guards and multiple picks plus whatever money to make it work for Ananobi, I'd be interesting interested in that because I do think they need wing depth. K- Kuzma and those outfits. Come on. <laughs> what <laughs> that's would Kuzma
3: true. take? I'm looking at. I'm just looking at. He's got. Well,
2: let's let's think about that for a second because I do want to go to some breaking news here. <laughs>
1: Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL.
0: Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com
5: today.
2: Uh, Adrian Wojnarowski, according to ESPN sources, the Nets and Mavs still have not made their trade official with the league office because the Nets are evaluating opportunities to expand the deal with a third team. Teams are expected to make two-way deal official in the next couple hours unless the Nets find something bigger to fold into it.
3: Hmm. What is this franchise doing? So
1: what's going on here?
2: This is, your, these
3: are, this is your group. Ryan,
1: theory? Yeah, my, my theory is that Spencer Dinwiddie, who was probably the key piece for the Nets coming back, has zero desire to go back and play for the Brooklyn Nets. I would be shocked if he took the court for this team. Now they're trying to figure out, oh, Hmm. Maybe we shouldn't have agreed to yeah, this deal. Yeah. Did they? What ha, Did they do him dirty on the way out? What happened with
2: him? I'm trying to I remember. Think, I,
1: I think he, much like Peyton Pritchard, he wanted a bigger role in a championship team, and he wasn't getting that in Brooklyn. So he's like, "Screw you guys! I'm going to go somewhere where they actually want me so, to play for them." Oh
2: man! Now this, I want, I want the Durant stuff. I like talking Classic about the Durant Nets. stuff. But, but if Kyrie has to go back to the <laughs> Nets, that would be, no, I. The the Nets are back on. I'm back on board with the Nets. If Kyrie goes back, I will be back on board. Alternate theory? Yep. The Lakers are getting involved. So (gasps) this is a good theory. We might as well play LeBron. Ryan, if you have LeBron, LeBron just went on like a tirade, uh, which is a little strong. But LeBron just started bitching and complaining uh, about not getting Kyrie Irving. Let's hear from him.
5: Well, definitely disappointed. I can't sit here and say I'm not disappointed on not being able to land such a talent. But someone that I had, great chemistry with and know i got great chemistry with on the floor that can help you win championships in my in my mind in my eyes um, but my focus is shifted now um, my focus has shifted back to where it should be and that's this that's this club now and what we have in the locker room that's These a guys, quick pivot lebron it's a quick pivot quick pivot it don't take me long it don't take me long i don't, I don't get too excited um about the possibilities of things that can be I I I kind of envision myself on what it can but I don't I don't invest it all the way into until I know what's happening okay. and and when it does not happen I am I'm, I'm back locked in on the job at hand so um you know we had an opportunity our, our names was out there the Lakers name was out there we had an opportunity it didn't happen we move on and we 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 uh, finish the season strong try to try to get a bid into the post
1: okay thank you
2: Okay, so that was uh, LeBron with uh, Wilbon earlier today. I like how he's like, yeah, I think our name was out there on Kyrie. It's like, you, you, you're you <laughs> the one making all the trade calls. You're the one in charge of it. Uh, Woj, by the way, has added to his tweet, which again is that the Nets and Mavs, their deal isn't done yet. Still discussing trying to roll it into a bigger deal. Many conversations in the league are going through one team today, Woj tweets, the Toronto Raptors, which when we're talking about bigger deals is Is Durant now complaining that he's left without Kyrie Irving? We're not getting enough back, yeah. No, 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 no. And Durant saying, trade me too. Let's make it all part of one big deal. Send me to Toronto. Because I I have seen, uh, and I will circle back to uh, something we read from earlier today. Jake Fisher wrote that the Raptors are a team that has been lying in wait for Kevin Durant.
3: Why would Durant want to go I don't know why he necessarily
2: want to go there, although Kawhi went there and won a title.
3: Yeah, but kicking and screaming correct and then he left as soon as he could
2: i don't know why he'd want to go there but i would get why the the nets at least want to send him there because they have all kinds of they have all kinds of pieces and maybe he just wants out maybe he just says i don't want to be in brooklyn anymore so get me out of here i don't want
1: to be in america anymore
3: it's hard for me to picture nba players get really salty about going to so here's what jake fisher
2: wrote on friday he said could irving's demand lead durant to be next so again now this is getting rolled into a bigger deal Potentially that's certainly a question for any team looking to go big game hunting ahead of the deadline for over a month. Sources told Yahoo and Jake Fisher, the Toronto Raptors have told rival teams they're going to wait until the final hours uh, of the deadline before deciding whether to become buyers or sellers in the trade market. Why would Masai Ujiri's front office part with OG Ananobi or Fred Van Vliet if the MVP candidate with three plus years left on his contract were to become available? So basically they're waiting for Durant to become available because they think they go to the front of the line. Would Durant want to go there? I don't know. But that's cryptic from Woj that the deal isn't done and the Raptors are lying in wait. And Yahoo reports the other day that the Raptors have been waiting on Durant to become available. Maybe it's not the Lakers trying to get involved. Maybe the Nets are saying, well, Durant doesn't want to be here anymore. We're going to lose him. Let's make it one giant deal where Durant goes somewhere, Kyrie goes somewhere else, and we start over.
3: Durant's going to get so pissed over that tax situation. <laughs> He's gonna... Thoughts and prayers for Durant's uh tax accountant.
2: Well, maybe the Celtics got to get in on this.
4: What would Durant cost Toronto?
2: I mean, Fish, Ananobi, That's what he just wrote. He just wrote those two names. So I'm assuming those Siakam. two.
4: Siakam. I mean, Siakam could be two, very much one of the... two of those Scotty th- Barnes. Two of those three? Ass.
2: Like, I don't know. Something yeah. like that. So, it's interesting. And again, uh, like, Brad Stevens, we all agree Brad Stevens isn't doing his job if he's not asking what's going on with yeah, Durant. Yeah, right? and he,
3: according to Stephen A. Smith, he is. He's calling, kicking the tires, Doing his own research. That's what he's supposed and to do. By the way, I'm
5: hearing that he's about—he's on the verge of potentially being moved. Obviously, we've all been speculating about that, that he may be moved. They're on the phone. I'm hearing Boston is making some calls. Keep your eye on that. Jalen Brown. Okay. okay.
3: Is he talking directly? I'm trying to unpack that. Is he talking directly to Jalen Brown through? Keep the your screen? eye on that
2: comma, Jalen Brown.
4: Keep your eye, eye on
3: that, that. Jalen Brown. And I
2: forgot to say, Jalen Brown's the name. No, I, I just again. Keep so keep your
5: eye on that, Jalen Brown.
3: So <laughs> it's so
2: funny. Stephen A. We do. I think Stephen A. is plugged in in the NBA. I don't know if you agree with that or not. I, I think Stephen A. is plugged in in the. I don't NBA. think
3: he's making that up. Right. That would be a pretty big bomb. to Well, toss. okay. So
2: he dropped that bomb earlier today, and now. Woj says the deal is held up.
3: It makes my stomach turn a little bit.
2: Come on, baby. Oh, Come on, Celtics. It. Hopefully it's Brad Stevens out of the clouds. Gee, Willikers, I'm getting myself Kevin Durant. We're doing it. See you, Jalen. Kevin Durant's coming to town. I'm going to do what Danny never could. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Like, hopefully hopefully, Stephen A. was on to something earlier today. And hopefully hopefully you guys start voting along with me. Because you don't want to be left in the lurch on this one when the Celtics land Kevin Durant and then you gotta turn around and claim you like the trade. Everybody hates the trade. 86 percent it. of you hate I'll it. I'll
3: be on record. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. I don't want it. Ooh, don't move on to no, the Fourteen
1: point seven percent Jones back. I don't back want up.
4: it either, but I'm not gonna cry if it happens. I'm not gonna be upset if it happens. Okay. Hey, you should. You should Whoa. cry. I, why would I you upset? upset? I get Just Kevin Durant. I'm a It's a great woman consolation prize. Doesn't
3: mean I'm gonna cry. I wasn't talking about you, Megan. Can't I'm saying me. I'm saying. I I don't want cry. it and you directly said I don't want it either but I'm not going to cry about it. I'm
4: saying I don't mind it. I didn't say you were going to cry. I'm saying I wouldn't mind if it happened and you get Kevin Durant. It's no. a fine contingency You guys No no no. I w-
2: you guys will have to cry if the Celtics do. It. I'm not I will I will mandate that. You'll both have to cry. Why, what maybe that's what's going on. Maybe that's what's going on why it's held up. Or maybe it's just the third team is getting involved and the Nets are getting like an extra piece out of it maybe. But I like to think there's something bigger going on. Why hasn't the deal been agreed to? Why isn't the deal finalized? It was reported yesterday. Who is it was this gonna get mystery done.
1: third team? Well, it's not the Lakers. LeBron already said he's back focused on the big championship. That's ready. true.
2: LeBron said he's already moved on. That's true. So what What do we What do we think the Celtics are doing? What do they need? And that's independent of Kevin Durant. Again, 617-779-7937. I, I hope they're active. I hope they make a move. And I wouldn't mind them subtracting an actual roster piece, whether that's Grant Williams, whether that's Peyton Pritchard. I wouldn't mind doing that whatsoever, especially if you're talking about adding a wing that can help in a playoff series against Giannis. Uh, I would have said in the past against Kevin Durant, I don't think you have to worry about them, against some of the firepower from Cleveland. The the Cavs have already beaten you twice this year. If you get them in a playoff series with the wing scoring that they have, they've given you fits. They've given you problems. So I'd load up there. That's where I'd be looking to load up if I were the Celtics. The
3: only thing that gives me pause is thinking back to, I think it was the 2010-2011 midseason trades that Ainge made where he sent Perk out yep. and he sent uh, mm-hmm. Nate Robinson out. He brought Jeff Green in. Yeah, yep. it just messed with the chemistry of that team so much. Like, I don't know. I might have just been halfway in love with that team at the time, but I remember being so frustrated by that trade at the time, and I believe it was one of the only moves that Ainge said that he uh, – that he regretted in his time here because it just screwed with the chemistry of that team so much. He got a good thing so far just because... Marcus Mart is injured right now. He's gonna be back soon. It's not that serious. That well,
4: sounds
2: like a dog version of
4: Marcus Mart. Marcus <laughs> Smart.
3: Um
2: well, he's, Mark already, Stein. he's already got cereal going on. Maybe he could he could That's go true. into like uh, dog treats dog and treats. dog toys and dog food. Yes. There you go. Uh, what did Mark, Mark Stein, Stein say?
4: has an update. He says among the possibilities for expanding the Kyrie Irving to Dallas trade before the evening scheduled trade call, league sources say that Brooklyn has explored the feasibility of packaging Dinwiddie and draft capital to Toronto to acquire Fred Van
2: Vliet. So they're spinning him off. That's what it looks like.
3: In a separate huh trade
2: not Durant well that's a shame
3: that's not as exciting is it not, Van, not
2: at all Van Vliet and Durant let's play that out is that a team you got to worry about in the east at all um, <sighs> no. no no that's a no I'm well, a no on
4: that Kevin Durant any team Kevin Durant's on I think you have to worry about a little bit yeah I, w- I wouldn't say no uh just dismiss that no right away Kevin Durant's on a team I'm worried about that team
2: um I guess that's a fair way of looking at it I just the Celtics should not lose to just Kevin he needs more firepower than that um and I like Van Vliet, nice player, but I don't think, A, that's going to keep him in Brooklyn, and B, I don't think that's how a team you got to worry about. How is Durant going to
3: get through the rest of the season with this? Like That's one of the things that... He's going to get they-
2: traded to the Celtics, and he's going to be a championship <laughs> contender. That's how he's going to do it.
3: Yeah, I'm saying in the real world. <laughs> Not in your fantasies that, you're, <laughs> that you have at home.
1: Another injury creeps up on him.
2: Oh,
3: my
1: God. I, I mean, again, <laughs> I, do, I
2: don't know how much of a fantasy it is. It's uh, apparently the Celtics have been making calls, according to Stephen A. Smith. Uh, 617-779-7937. What should the Celtics be doing between now and the trade deadline? We'll keep our eyes on what's going on in Brooklyn with Kevin Durant. Kyrie Irving, we think, is on the way out, though. I guess that's still up in the air at this hour. And on the way next, we have Megsplaining with Megan Ottolini. Um.
1: Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Do you need it broken down? It's so dumb. Why don't you explain this to me like I'm five? Well, lucky for you, I
3: don't know how else to talk about it. Shut up, Meg.
0: It's
1: time for
0: oh,
3: now. I let you know.
0: Meg explaining. Meg. All right,
3: I asked for some questions for today's Meg explaining. People were mostly good. On Instagram.
2: Oh, good! You solicited the people again.
3: At Mega Waffles twenty two um, asked you not to be creepy. Some of you were creepy, but overall, I would say the creepy ratio was equal to your um, the people backing you for Durant. Oh, I are, see. Uh, good, Jalen Brown. A so it's probably four, fourteen and, and a half percent. Yeah, okay. creepy. Good, good, good. Yeah. So this is from Boston with two A's. Wants to know my opinion on going to the movies alone. Is it weird? Don't let anyone tell you that going to the movies alone is weird. It is so underrated. It is such a great solo activity. I went to the movies alone a few months back. I wanted to see a horror movie called Barbarian. If you haven't seen it, seen it and you like horror movies and you like satire, I highly recommend it. Well, I
2: heard I heard you talking about it off the air with with Keith, I think the other night. Yes, I was uh, telling Keith he
3: has to watch it.
2: And I had read about this cuz Justin Long is in this. Correct, so I had seen that that he is in this film, but I've not seen it, of course, cuz I don't I don't go to the
3: movies. You should go alone. It's, it's great, because here's the thing. Like, you're not supposed to be talking in movie. You know his wife's not
2: coming with him. Yeah, it's a good point. Yeah, it's, I, my only choice is to go by myself, apparently.
3: Yeah. You're, you're not supposed to be talking in movie anyway. And for a movie like the one that I saw, I really like scary movies. And so to, to see that in a theater is co- a completely different experience. Kind of like seeing a comedy. Like, it's more fun when there's other people around you having the reaction. Nobody wanted to go see this movie with me at all. Again, because okay. it's a horror movie. Most people don't like to see them. So I went alone. Now, I used to not be a big movie theater person because I have a really short attention span. But now you have alcohol that they serve at the bar. They have the big recliners in a lot of the theaters. Well, as we
2: found out earlier tonight, if you go see... uh 80 for Brady, you got, like, a whole gaggle of old ladies, too. Exactly.
3: Maybe you'll meet some new friends walking in or out. That is the only thing that I will say that's kind of a bummer about going to the movies by yourself. Like, when I got out of this movie, I was really excited, and I love my favorite thing about going to the movies is walking out of the movies and talking about, like, giving your own little personal review with whoever you saw it with. Yeah. And it is kind of sad to walk out of the movie and you're like smiling and you can hear everybody doing that around you to their friends being like, oh, and then the part and blah, blah, blah. And can you believe they played that song here? And you're just like kind of eavesdropping like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. that was cool. You like turn
2: around. You're like, totally. I know. Oh, my God. That had me going. I couldn't believe it.
3: But you shouldn't ever feel self-conscious about going to the movies alone. I'm a huge advocate for it. I know it's kind of expensive now because of all those, like, bells and whistles that they put on it. But also, movie theaters need your support. So it's a great thing if you have no plans on your calendar and you want to get out of your house because you're just being a pile of, I don't know, an oxygen thief. One of my friends said that. I like that term. Do it uh
2: arcan you uh you a movies by yourself person i
4: haven't in a long time barely go to the movies at all for any reason anymore you know it's been a while since i've i've gone to the movie i just I stream everything now there was that two years i feel like that was it for me in the movie theater you know uh
2: what do you mean that two years the two Meaning, years
4: where it was covid and you couldn't oh go. i see so covid covid everybody just streamed everything so i, I feel like i just that I, I, I crossed way. over and i don't think i'm going back got it got yeah. it got it
2: yeah i uh I, I mean again, I don't go to the movies anyway. My wife and I, as we discussed earlier and I've discussed before many times, I've never been to the movies together, uh despite a decade plus together. Uh so I, I wouldn't be going with her. I'm not gonna go by myself, but I, I I'm a,
3: Why but why aren't you gonna go by yourself?
2: I mean, I guess I could, but I'm just I'm just not going to.
3: Do you ever see a movie? What am I gonna do? Uh, we got the about... we got the
2: show at two and I go to a matinee before we before we we no, go in on the air? evening. After the show, you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, why uh, why not? I'm even, I'm even less likely to do that.
3: Is your day over at 6? Yeah, pretty much. I, I wonder, like, do pretty you go much. home and you just crawl into a coffin I, I go, in yes. your basement? I go and, home and I in hang, your neighborhood I hang and then, upside
2: down. Yep. I, eat, I, eat <laughs> din- I eat dinner with the family. I put the kid down. <laughs> I hang up. I hang up upside down. And then, yes, I'm done for the day. That pretty much is in it. You snuggle into
3: your little Nets coffin. Yes. And then yeah, exactly. your wife comes over and slides the lid over. Yeah. And then you wake up again at 7 a.m. the next morning. Yeah.
2: I was a I was a big proponent. Now, this is a long time ago. But in my college days, I was a big proponent of the cafeteria by myself, which was very frowned upon. A lot of my friends were like, "Why you can go to the cafeteria by yourself. Wait, like that's in high like, school? No, in like college, I just said.
3: So the dining hall.
2: Yes. I'm sorry. Yes. It's dining like, hall, not cafeteria.
3: In, yeah, cafeteria is high school. Is that what
2: they call it at GW? They know it's too fancy for a cafeteria? I guess I don't know what we called it at Northeastern. It was called a dining hall?
3: Yeah, dan- dining hall. They
2: didn't call it a cafeteria? I thought no. they called it a cafeteria. Whatever. I don't know. Uh yeah, I would do that. I would do that, but only for breakfast. I was too self-conscious to do that at any other really? time of the day. Yes. I
3: don't think there's any, maybe because I was an athlete, so I was always like between things, sitting in my sweatsuit with yep. like giant bags of ice well, hanging you have a, off my extremities. You have, a whole te- you have a whole bunch
2: of teammates, too.
3: No, well, athletes, sometimes I'd be in a weird schedule, so I'd be alone, and Athletes I'd be like, are always whatever. in the
2: dining hall slash cafeteria. They're, they're we are always all, in there. We
3: were always in the dining yeah, hall. That's like, yeah, that's true. Like, always around the clock.
2: Yeah, that was my experience. So, Not as an athlete, but just observing other athletes. But I would go to the cafeteria by myself, which I know uh, uh, created uh, create a lot of eyebrow raising at the time. I'd do that. I was always okay doing that. Yeah, me and all
4: my friends always went to the cafeteria. <laughs> me and all the tons of friends that I had in college <laughs> and high school. Yeah,
2: we were always at the cafeteria together. I would <laughs> I would do cafeteria solo, but again, only for breakfast.
3: I, Not, feel like I, I th- wasn't
2: trying to do dinner by myself. That I felt I felt too judged.
3: It's tough for a lot of people to feel comfortable doing things alone in public. That they think that they should be surrounded by, like, friends or dates or something. I will say I feel like there's an extra weird edge as a woman. Like, I can't really think of an instance, unless I was in an airport, where I'd go to a bar by myself. To me, that seems ultra weird for me. Got it. I feel like I'm just inviting... Risk and danger. and am I'm not a big, not a big bar. But
1: I've definitely done that. I've never had that thought. Guys time. do it all the time. Guys never will be like, thought. "Well,
3: I'm not a big I've bar by an myself." got to kill, so I'm going to go watch a game, or like I'm in another city for work or something, so I'm going to go down to the bar and grab that's dinner. About, and that's
2: about things. the only scenario I've ever done it. It is when I'm is when I'm like yeah, out of town, and I'm in a, t- I'm, in a I'm in a town or city by myself. Then I'll do it, but like I, I don't know. I'm not trying to go down the street and like go to the bar by myself. Before but the I, baby, after... I feel I feel judged the exact same way. I'm like people are people are gonna
3: people know. Think I'm by I myself. have no friends. I'm yeah, a creepy guy. Exactly. Yes. I'm creepy right. guy.
2: Before right.
4: the baby, after the show, I'd stop off at the local bar like on the way home. Yep, and never once. Okay, now this I'm
3: weird. concerned for you. I
4: did, before the baby, I don't. I can't, you think I get to do that now? You no, I'm concerned
3: me? for your driving. <laughs> oh, it wasn't that. It was right. It was
4: around the corner from my house. I like, yes. Oh,
1: I got to take the trash out, and he's gonna flask tape underneath it. It's like you keep bringing the. It's like you don't let the bag fill, honey. You just no, nah, it's got to go. I don't want it. Got to stay here. on top of it. You know? All right, so I gotta,
2: I gotta break my uh, my movie streak by going. I gotta go solo. Nothing is good me. is gotta, out right now. Sorry, I gotta go. I gotta Brady. go. Well, I gotta go stag to eighty for Brady. Why not?
3: Okay, yeah, I'm doing. Mean, people will think that you're going to be recognized or to at pick it. up an old lady <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> at eighty for Brady. Yeah,
1: that's true.
2: Both
5: or are
1: exactly <laughs> pathetic to, be, to pick Maybe up you. an old lady.
3: <laughs> you should go. Hey, you wear- guys
2: playing bingo anywhere later? Please got, go
3: and just wear a big t t-shirt. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> just, I don't know. Do I have... I see
3: if anybody asks Ken for one. I don't know. About, yeah, see I was say, if anyone I have recognizes any, you and pretend... I don't know if I have an
2: E-E-I paraphernalia yet. I don't yeah. know if I do. Now, you want to attract an old bird, you got to
4: wear like a zoot suit or something. Like, that's what you, that's what you should do. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> you're suit. telling me we don't
2: make W-E-E-I zoot suits? No, yeah, we should. Yay, if we... Zoot definitely. If we don't, we absolutely should. Uh, 617-779-7937. It's how you get in touch. That is uh, explaining. On the uh, the wonder, it was, wonder,
3: a, it was a little en- bit of a feel good one. The don't enjoyment. Wait, we'll get of, back to complaining tomorrow.
2: Yeah, it's the enjoyment, or uh, you know, the the pluses, I guess, of, of going to a movie solo. Don't have to don't have to chit chat with anybody. Don't have to not to share your popcorn. You can drink. You can drink. Again, you don't want to do that at a bar by yourself, but at a no. movie theater, yes
3: it feels better in the movie in the dark <laughs> okay. in the dark of a movie theater. I can see that. Uh, no one
2: can see my poor life choices. <laughs> <laughs> Again, that's uh Meg explaining each and every day at this time on Jones and Mego with Arcan. Uh we're here until 6 with all your phone calls 617 nine seven ninety three seven. three seven When we come back, let's get back to football, shall we? Uh Colin Cowherd brought up a very interesting point about where the Niners would be if they had a different quarterback. Maybe the Patriots quarterback. Maybe they'd still be playing. Let's get to that with your phone calls next.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's internet built for tomorrow, today.
6: And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.
1: Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friend at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. So join the
5: revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.